Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Doctor Who is back for the second part of Spyfall, the two-part season premiere, and oh boy, we're going to break it all down on the Doctor Who after show. Let's master reviewing. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey everybody, welcome back, Whovians, to After Buzz TV for the Doctor Who After Show. Oh, I'm excited to break this down. I'm yeah, Zach yeah. Wilson, and I have no shame on what I the pun that opened today's show, <laughs> even as my uh, co-hosts looked at me in horror. But who are my co-hosts today? We've got Adrian Snow. Hello, everyone. And we got Dave Child. I am Dave. Happy to be here. Uh, hope Please, you, everyone, calm down. Oh, this is, all the applause. We got two new Doctor Who episodes in four days. I know. Is it four yeah. days? After I, a year without. It's yeah. the holiday break. I have no concept of what time is anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is a perfect moment Perfects. for Doctor Who to come back exactly. into our lives. Uh, this is a good episode. I enjoyed this. Yeah. What would you guys think? I feel like I. the last one was so action-packed. And it was so mm-hmm. full of like... Things are happening and keep ramming, like uh, revving up. Mm-hmm. And I kept wondering, like, oh, how are they going to top this? And this one, it kind of took a quieter seat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It had like laser shoes, which was great. Mm-hmm. Finally, we had laser <laughs> shoes. But it also like it just it didn't feel like a lot of the stuff that uh, it culminated in a off-screen kind of device that I kind of wish I don't know. I kind of wanted a bit more action to the whole thing. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was okay. Um I think I felt like for them to cast some of the the heavy hitters that they cast like I didn't feel like the Daniel Barton character had much of a payoff. Right. Didn't quite understand. I feel like they kind of rushed through who the yes. the Casavians were. Casavian? Casavian? I want to uh, say Casavian. Casavian. There's two A's in the two middle. Two A's, yeah. They rushed through the reveal of that, so I was kind of left like, "What was happening?" And yeah. because I didn't get a chance to rewatch it, I kind of had to like just go with what what I was able to pull together. I was trying to figure out what they really wanted. They wanted to upload and basically use our brains as hard drives, but yeah. that's that's what I got. But I couldn't understand quite why. I will say, you got that's that's absolutely true. I'm still a little unsure what the 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 goal of the plan was. Right. Um, and that's like I think where the the, sh- the episode kind of faltered. I yeah. I had a good time because I was enjoying this like the mystery of the master, and I'm not sure it's like it paid off entirely, but I enjoyed right. the ride of these two yeah. episodes. I love the splitting of the story in this. I love the. Uh, the doctor being stranded in time, yeah. and then the companions kind of trying to figure out, and that whole Bill and Tedding the situation. I thought that was kind of nice. Yeah. Like I loved all that stuff, and I liked how they kind of came together, and the Ada Lovelace, all of that stuff was was awesome. It was nice. I kind of spoiled uh, Ada Lovelace and 
Noor and Ayat Khan for myself because I was researching them. Right, as, as I was as watching, watching it. it. And I was like, oh, they're both computer. Oh, okay, I know what this is. <laughs> I was like, I know exactly what, where they're going to they revealed it. Yeah. How was Noor the a computer like? Uh, she was She's a, a, wi- a wireless operator. As well as the first female wireless operator. Wireless operator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just thought it was a little odd that they didn't use a. Well, let's. But I guess, okay. Let's break down this episode and go through all the pieces of it and talk about it. And as we do, you guys in the chat, I see you in there, Andrew Hill, Zigzag, uh, who says their first time uh, in the chat. And uh, Louis Burfan does not agree with our opinions, which no. you don't have to. But if you do disagree, I want to know what your guys are. Let us yeah. know in the chat. We're going to shout you out as we go through the episode. Yeah. Um, let's start with. Uh, let's start with the. That old trickster, that old <laughs> master man, uh, the master, yeah. uh, the ma- like this is the thing in the in the in, since three days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what I was talking to everybody about with, when it comes to Doctor right. Who. What else you can talk about? The master came back mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't get a definitive answer. There was lots of debate. Did we? Is I've... this? Well, we'll talk about that. Uh, there was debate. Is this going to be a master from? Before Missy, before John Sim, between John Sim and Missy, or is this after Missy? And based on where he falls in the time, master's right. timeline, what does that mean towards his character and his mm-hmm. story, his take on this role? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys think we got an answer? No, I kind of thought we did. Why? Because because he destroyed Gallifrey. So that kind of puts us in a time frame. Like, it kind of makes it seem oh. like... Because it, that's kind of our constant, is what's happening with the with the, with Gallifrey. And it feels like because of that, he's only could come after Missy. But I guess not. I guess he could go into the future and then kill. I mean, this has sort of been the... Because it's a pocket dimension, so it's it gets kind of... It, it's timey-wimey and stuff. But, like, it feels like it's definitely after Sims because of the... The the beats and how we recognized it and everything. Yeah. I, or I guess it would have to be either. Yeah, it would have to be after Sim because otherwise the, he would Sim. be like, "How did you know about the beat that's only in my head?" Yeah. And I got that like because he killed, and I don't want him to be after Missy. For the record, I kind of wish he was before Missy because I like mm-hmm. Missy being kind of this the last evolved form of the master. But I, if because of what happened with the with the Time Lords, that makes it feel like he's coming after Missy. But I, I could be wrong. Well, they did also say that it wasn't just like the sound that was in his head, because when the Doctor made the the Morse code, she also said it's the sound of two heartbeats. Yeah, which like, is which is what the four beats were. Yeah, yeah. But um, okay. Well, I guess it kind of makes me point me. But like, but uh, what am I saying? Whatever. I'm tired. Um. But yeah, I, I I still wasn't quite clear on what they're trying to do. I still feel like he's post Sim, possibly pre Missy. But mm. if he's post Missy, then I do require an explanation. So yeah, I kind of require an explanation regardless because yeah. the last time we saw Missy, she was dead, dead. Mm-hmm. Well, I do have well, to she say, was dying. Dying. The, the implication was that she was dying, dying, not regeneration dying. Yeah. Right, right. I do have to say that it, it, if it's post Missy, it seems like the master learned something, learned whatever the timeless child stuff, 
and that kind of broke his brain again. Yeah. So that's and that's why he committed genocide. Plus, he's like super evil this time. Super. He's like like gone full. Super full. (laughs) Full comic book villain now. Yeah. So the master's basic goal in this episode. Is like comic book Lex Luthor, right. like Kill your style, humans. like I am going to wipe the plant, like wipe out everyone. <laughs> he does say one missy thing though, which I liked, which was how else am I going to get your attention? Mm-hmm. That kind of like relationship between the two, mm-hmm. it that reminded me of Missy, and that made me yeah. <laughs> miss Missy. Yeah. But like, uh, so I, there is some sort of weird cat and mouse thing behind what he's doing. Like, he's just playing with his best friend. Well, that's what I I think the best versions of the Master and the Doctor are, is when it does, it reminds you of, it's not necessarily the relationship between, like, uh, like Lex Luthor and Superman. Like, they have a specific dynamic, but, like, Lex Luthor is separated, but it's the Joker and Batman, or it's Moriarty and Sherlock Holmes, where it's not even necessarily about anyone around them it's just Just i'm doing i'm gonna mess with other people just for you yeah uh and that's i think the 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 strongest relationship when like the master's conquering worlds just so he can like say hi i think joker batman (laughs) is probably the best like example of that because of lego batman and also and also just like you know kingdom come joker like all that stuff it feels very that tends to be what the Joker likes to do. Yeah, is just have a relationship with Batman. That I think that might be the the reference point for this master. This yeah. is like the Joker mm. master, like because mm. he's laughing a lot. He is mm-hmm. like giant mood swings from like giddy and laughing to deadly serious and yeah. angry mm-hmm. in like this in a, a fraction of a second. Yeah, and, and also as my favorite like aspects of the Joker, which is really smart. Really manipulating, but we don't know what the motives actually are. And that's what makes them an instrument of chaos, like yeah. chaotic evil. So in that way, yeah, very. Yeah, this definitely chaotic evil Yeah, yeah. in this take. Uh, like, I felt like Missy was, like, maybe neutral evil. Like, there wasn't, like, really a callousness to it. I don't know. First, when Missy's first introduced, she's just casually killing people left and right. That is true. Like, yeah, but also becomes kind of a very neutral character towards the end, mm-hmm. where it is like, you know, can be bad, but also can be good. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what made Missy such an interesting take on the master. Yeah. And they're going to have to do a great job with this yeah. one to even come close to it because right. of how strong so, and how so recent. Growth. Missy was. Michelle Gomez is so good. She's the best part of Sabrina, too. Uh, <laughs> but, so, the the master, and then you have the, the Kasavians, mm-hmm. uh, and he's manipulating them. Um, they do feel kind of like throwaway villains. Underwritten. In this. Yeah. Like, they... Yeah. I thought they showed a lot of promise in part one. Yeah. And so I was, like, looking forward. I'm glad I was kind of right with the whole computer thing. Yeah. Like, I... I felt like, oh, they are kind of ones and zeros that are kind of trying to take over. But they just didn't it, it, They didn't follow through. Maybe they'll come back or something. But So they wanted to use us as hard drives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wanted the... to upload. But like 
for what? Is this like when you take, because everyone's taken way too many photos on their phone, so they've like maxed out their data and we don't have any storage. Like there's this, there's a theory that we're going to max out our storage points at a certain level. Yeah. As humans? As humans. Like we're going to just build up so much data that we don't, it's not like we delete. Well, stuff. that would be interesting. I mean, that's kind of what happens I forget what, as I, we get it's older. Not, it's not the singularity, but there's some, uh, there's a term for this, like, theory that we'll run out of digital space. Run out yeah. of digital space. That would be interesting because that would also be, like, I kind of wish they did that because that would be a playoff of overpopulation. Maybe they're mm-hmm. an overpopulated, like, they have too much data yeah. and now they need a new place to live. They need a new place to, like, be a part of stuff. So that's why they want to kind of take over our brains. Yeah, and maybe they'll bring them back. I think, I could be wrong, but didn't they bring back the first episode villain later? Am I wrong? Last year? Uh, yes, yeah. yeah. Tim Shaw, Tim Shaw. Was, uh, was in the premiere. Right. Never heard from again until the finale. Right. Yeah, so that's what, you know, that would be nice because then, because I just feel like they kind of got under underserved in this and mm-hmm. in service of the master story, which I completely understand, but at the same time, it it was like a lot of information to take in, especially when they introduced uh, the two historical figures or three historical figures. Um, And I'm like, uh, okay, but what about this alien race? (laughs) Yeah, it was, especially because the the Kasabians last up in the first part of this were kind of like mocking. They literally said they were mocking us. They had a personality. Yeah, Yeah, and then this, that didn't, they they had no communication with the doctor or, or the team in this episode yeah. so I kind of want it I hope they come back yeah. only because I think there's more to them like there's more there's something else that they either maybe cut out of these were long episodes already so I'm yeah. wondering if right. something hit the cutting room floor probably and it would be nice to see like what these beings look like I swear though if they're just Cybermen I don't guys... think they are I think they're just I think they're light I think we've seen them in different forms like when they're well, she moving says around that they're the trying to get through their dimension and so it seems like they can't fully. That's what she was saying. Like they can't fully enter. But in the carpet world, isn't that kind <laughs> of like the upside down? Isn't that kind of their dimension? And we saw them in that world, and it was just like little things of traces light. traces of light. Maybe like I feel sim- like that's synapses. where they, like their observer, uh, uh, where they go to observe. It's like the space between. Like if there's a space between the. Right. call it upside down. Kind of. It did sound like the doctor was like, "Oh, and this is your world." It said oh, okay. enough that it was like kind of like. That's how I took it. Like this is their universe or yeah. their oh, okay. like. It, I that's still don't what understand like. why they kept moment. bringing Ada there. I kind of don't to understand. To observer, right? That's what they said that to observer. Yeah, because they were already trying whatever they they were trying to do. They were already doing without the master. The master just sped up the process yeah. and right, took it to an right, extreme. Right. So they were trying to figure out how humans work and access them. And like mm-hmm. I, you could argue that the implication is sort of that by them studying Ada, they may have like implanted the idea of computers, of computers mm-hmm. it, or they True. like this this idea of the, there's more. And then you're like, well, is there more? I must investigate. And then you come up with ideas. Yeah. Um, right, right. I mean, the, just seeing the, the the carpet world, as you put it, reminds me a lot of uh, the theories of like of uh, like uh, 
quantum physics where mm-hmm. there's uh, quarks and mm-hmm. and neutrons and all that stuff where they like they look weird and different shapes and they have that right. in those an- in the animations of what those look like they always look like those sort of semi transparent <laughs> also they lines. look like those little lines were twisty so they kind yeah. of look like DNA and yeah. then they brought in the idea that DNA is a form of of information storage and that's why they're doing this. Yeah. So I think it was all leaning towards that. And I do like, I do like bringing in these like important moments of, of computer history yeah. with Ada Lovelace. And, and it was nice that they talked about all the women in computer history. <laughs> yeah. Because women were the first computer programmers. Mm-hmm. For real talk. It's real. Couldn't figure it out. What I feel, <laughs> I guess they wanted to be in Paris at everything, so that's why they had Nor. But I was wondering why they didn't bring in there's a famous actress who actually invented wireless, like, and I'm for blanking on her name, so I'll get back to this. Yeah, yeah. But she's like, she's a famous historical figure and a famous actress who went and created Wi Fi as we know it mm-hmm. and then went back to acting. Mm-hmm. Marlena t- Diedrich. Oh, Marlene Diedrich. Marlene Diedrich, I think. I'm gonna uh, according to my, my four second Google search, Hetty Lamar. Hetty Lamar. <laughs> oh, Hetty Lamar <laughs> did that? It's Hedy Lamar. That's Hedley. Okay. Sorry. I Hedley Lamar. Can't Hedley? not say not do that. It's he- Hedy. The, the real it's person. Hedy. The yeah. real person is Hedy Lamar. Okay. Yeah, the, Hedy. the Blazing Saddles character that I'm making a joke oh, about okay. is Hedley Lamar. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, cool. I'm sorry. It, like, that's my favorite book. Well, that's like, uh, which is an awesome fact and really cool. But she wasn't like in Paris, I think, during that time. No, and I so mean... I think that's why they picked Noor, who was like, you know, the first wireless operator. But kind of like computer adjacent. I don't know. I did not know that well, about Hedy like, Lamar. Yeah, isn't that great? Taken off track, right? They got taken off track when Ada touched. It was kind of like the original thing. Yeah, but also they and had also like everyone was everyone was connected to historical, to moments, historical in moments in computers. So and it's I like I wish I had had more time to look up a little bit more about about Nora. But yeah. Um, I have yeah. to go read a Hedy Lamar biography now. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is really fascinating. Like, she basically invented, like, a wireless communication system in the 40s. So same time period. Mm-hmm. But the government said, what do you want us to do with this in World War II? And was like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it didn't use it. Well, it used it a little bit. It kind of came back it came back later in all the Wi-Fi. She invented Wi-Fi. It didn't yeah. use it in World War II. Yeah. Is what I mean. Right. Um, There's a ton of. Anyway, times where women we did could... something amazing, and then men came and took all the credit. Albert Einstein, <laughs> you know, right. we do it. It happens all the time. Uh, wait, I mean, this episode <laughs> could have gone to like the glitz and glam of 1940s Hollywood, yeah. right? Which I had to do an American accent sometimes. Yeah. That's a struggle in Doctor Who sometimes. I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> like... uh, maybe, maybe later. Maybe we can m- meet Hedy Lamar in a future Doctor Who yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway. Back on track towards talking about weird aliens and yeah. stuff. Yeah. With hats. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I did not I did appreciate going and pulling these historical figures. Yeah. And I love when the doctor, it reminded me of Dinosaurs on a Spaceship, where the doctor's just, like, plucking random people out of history yeah. to become the companions for yes. that episode. Right, right. <laughs> it was nice to see. It, yeah. I, I enjoyed that aspect in as much that... I, it was fun to see. I do wish that they had put a little bit more focus on what they established in part one. Yeah. And I, I just felt like also when the 
when it climaxed, when it reached the end, when it was like the silver lady became very important. And then also being like, and I already did the thing. And then it just worked. And I kind of felt it didn't feel like it didn't feel like the trickery that Doctor Who sometimes feels like where yeah. they where they're being sneaky with how they succeed. Yeah. And uh, especially considering the last one had like getting on it. I mean, this had the airplane, too, but getting on the airplane uh, like a chase with like. Mm-hmm. Shooting guns in a motorcycle chase. This had Nazis, yes, but it didn't really have... Well, I think they were trying to make it, like, part one was supposed to be, like, a, a spy send-up. And part two is, like, classic who. Classic. Just, it know, did feel like classic There's who. lasers coming out of Graham's shoes. That was he's great. tap dancing, essentially. That was great. <laughs> you know, uh, you're like, don't, don't move or I'll give you the old soft shoe. Yeah. yeah. That was that made me laugh. Uh, I did feel like they forgot about Ryan's cufflinks until the very end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, and uh, rocket cufflinks, too. We need to show this at least once. Was anyone else at, at that moment where they're, like, shooting at it with lasers and, and rockets? Right. I'm like, does anyone try just, like, pushing it over? Mm, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think I turned to you, Dave, while we were watching. Was just like push. Oh, like, that's yeah. That's what push I was trying shot. to say. I was like, give it a shot. Nobody even like ran at it, uh, or like tried to take the glass off, or like that did remind me of another good moment that I liked was when the master shows up in Lovelace's time, and she uses the steam powered gun and the like. And uh, the grenade and everything. Mm. And you just have the doctor be like, I do not approve of this. Yeah. <laughs> just to be like, I still don't like guns. <laughs> but, but even though this is helping, I, but I'm not doing I'm not it. She's doing it. She, she doing it. I'm not doing, doing it. it. Yeah. It was, well, I thought it was a weird beat when they had Daniel Barton kill his mom. Like, yeah, why? Yeah, like, whoa, the mommy issues. Yeah, I was like, oh, we got mommy issues. But was it, gonna... it was just kind of like, oh, okay. I don't know. I also thought they were going to lead to something where he's transformed her into some sort of new human that has that is blended with these things. I thought we were leading towards that. I just wanted to see the end result. Show me the end result of what they're doing. Like, show me at least one person who's transformed in the way with which they're discussing. I also just don't like it when evil characters are doing sake doing stuff for the sake of being evil. Yeah, and that felt like a very evil thing to do without any real reason. So I I kind of need a little bit more. Yeah. Like, even the master has more, where you feel like there's a relationship there, and they're playing with it, blah, 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 and using other people's as pawns, because the only people that matter in the world are the doctor and the master. That's great. So, but the master also did set, say that uh, he spent 70 years in the 20th century, yeah. or 77 yeah. years trying to get back. So, was there at one point then where the master overlapped with the master as the prime minister, and like, I want... Just, I don't know. I think there was somebody, there was like an article, I didn't get to read it, but about like, did Doctor Who just set up a continuity issue? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was like, wait, so wait, he got landlocked. So in, does that mean that Earth? in, during the end of time, when John Sim uses that machine to turn everybody in the world into John Sim Master, the Master got turned that into... into John Sim Master, that had to feel right. weird. No, Unless I think he, he only like, did it to humans. But um, I mean, headcanon stuff. Maybe he just hit. Look, it's that that is of all the Doctor Who continuity issues, a fairly minor one. Yeah. He yeah. just, if, especially if this is a post Missy Master, where he's like, I can't interfere here mm-hmm. because that would break everything. Yeah. And like, even the even the the Master knows when. 
to not when paradoxes will break the universe. But I feel like we kind of have thrown paradoxes out the window. I, I also just I think doctor. the real point is that it felt a little convenient. It felt a little convenient to just have him show up and be like, "I'm here because I spent 77 years just waiting for it this felt, to happen." It felt convenient anytime he showed up in the history. I was like, "Oh, is this planned? Is he? Is, is this like a different? Is this an earlier master that's like like plotting?" Lewis like, no. Spurs fan is just like it's Doctor Who. Please don't overthink it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Why okay. would anyone like? But at the same time, if you're going to be setting up things for the story, I just want to be sure that I can handle yeah, right. the season. You know what I mean? Not like, of course, it's Doctor Who, and like it's timey wimey. So the so the thing is, like, they are setting up stuff with the Master. Yeah. Um, because like they dropped. We, so we finally brought back that thing from last season in episode two, the timeless child, yeah, which, which we set we, once, and then we, we talked about at length in that yeah. that after yeah. show, and then it was never heard of again yeah. until now. Yeah. Now it's back, and what does it mean? Still don't know. Um, I don't remember if I dropped this theory last time, but it mm-hmm. starts so the facts that we have. Mm-hmm. The 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 master learned something about like the founding fathers of Gallifrey, the origins of the Time Lords, that freaked him out to such a crazy extent that he needed to murder everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, it's something about the timeless child, which I think it is sounds like it's their creation myth. Maybe, Maybe. I'm wondering um, if it's like. Oh, Continue. So my my theory that I'm going to throw out there, and I can't remember if, I ever, if I've ever said this on the air, but it's mainly based on like the fact that River Song traveling while being conceived while on the TARDIS, like got Time Lord abilities, mm. is that like somehow future humans are Time Lords through like traveling the. Through, make, going through time travel, and it's he's just like I'm not a human, and he flips the table, and Galfrey right finds out oh, he's uh, The timeless child is like the first human to discover time travel well, or yeah. something. That would still sync up because light years and all that kind of stuff, and time travel, and yeah. The first thing I, I thought it was kind of a Columbus situation, where it finds out that one of the founding fathers that they always kind of think is great. You know, it was a genocidal maniac or something like that. Oh. And maybe killed a bunch of people in order to start the Time Lords. Why the Master would care about that. I yeah, that also kind of lines up with just Time Lord history in general. They're not really, they're not like a nice people. Right. in gen- Like the that. Time Lords as a community, not like kind. Right, yeah. So that wouldn't, I feel like that would just be like, oh yeah, there's a Time Lord who killed a bunch of people. That makes sense. Right, it wouldn't be enough. It does feel like it is very like bringing turning them human, which does feel like they're leaning towards that way. It feels dangerous because you're playing with the entire canon there. Yeah, well, anything you set up with the origin, the origins of the Time Lords, you're yeah. like, whoa, what are you going to do to Doctor Risky. Who continuity? Well, at the same time, though, it, we don't know that much about the history of Time Lords or Gallifrey. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there is space to do that. And you know, I've I've always found that to be fascinating. That like, the aliens that humans would meet would just be future humans that were able to come back um, right. through some timey wimey. It's like a it's kind of a sci fi trope. It's yeah. just something I've always wondered about the Time Lords, mm-hmm. and it's like been sitting in my head for years, and be crazy if it paid off now, right? All these years later, I, like I was right all along. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I don't even know that I want them to go that direction. Mm-hmm. Um. It, do, it the thing is if you set that up now if you drop that mm-hmm. it can't 
you can't undrop it. Mm. And that's the thing. It's a bit, it but has kind of bit. You? It's fair. Uh, they did just sort of be like, the master's back. But how? He's back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then, then there was that whole time where everyone on Earth knew about aliens and they were like, psych. Yeah. <laughs> totally erased that. So. Right. Doesn't really matter at this point. We all know that if they don't want to do it, they'll just erase it. Also, oh, there was that time where everyone couldn't die on Earth. If you're looking at the extended continuity, <laughs> you know, there's a yeah. lot of weirdness with Earth that you know everyone's kind of forgotten about. Yeah, um, I feel like there's more crazy, big stuff going on in here, mm-hmm. um, but small stuff, just like hum- the the human side of it, we really saw from the companions' perspectives how little they know about the doctor Which and then maybe the least of any companions that, that have been with the doctor for this long yeah they didn't get the whole speech about i'm from gallifrey <laughs> no they didn't get the they didn't Uncoming get the recap storm. or anything it felt like last season was very removed from the doctor who universe in a lot of ways except yeah. for a dalek you know so it, it is nice to see that through their eyes where it's like wait there's a whole history to this person that we don't even know we kind of vaguely even know that this person was once a man. So They didn't even know that. <laughs> no, like, Graham. Like, like, we're kind of like... Uh, Graham didn't Sounds know. like a joke. It was like, I thought everyone was joking. Yeah. Yeah, but like, she said it, but <laughs> I don't think they ever took her seriously. I don't think they took right. her seriously. That was a fun moment this week. Uh, the, the, what did she call The disappearing herself? man, or the appearing man. The amazing appearing man. Yeah. Uh, uh, lady. lady. <laughs> Every time, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, you can refer to yourself with a certain pronoun for two thousand years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but did, were there any other moments that really stood out to you guys in this episode? While I skim through my notes, uh, oh, the whole like Russia thing when he, he compared the cost. What is it? Kasavians. The Kasavians. Uh, Kasavians. Kasavians. Whatever. To Russia, to Russia, I was like, "Ooh, ooh, deep cut." Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, um, and then um, when uh, well, he not so he's much like, anymore. It's it's pretty recent cut. <laughs> yeah, well, no, deep cut is what I said. Um, yeah. And then also like, uh, or I guess yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, when he's like, "I'm sure we can all be reasonable." And he's talking to the Nazis. I was like, "Oh, that's cute." Yeah. Oh, that was that was what <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask. What did you guys think of putting the master in a Nazi uniform? Well, I'm just glad they addressed it. That, <laughs> yeah. That's all I wanted. And also that it was like far even for him. So it was like, "Oh yeah, this master is like ultra evil. <laughs> like, yeah. he's ultra evil." Because uh, never, I don't think ever has have they had um, one of the regulars. A recurring character be come or dress like a Nazi. Usually, they're just going even up the master Nazis. Even the master. I feel like I've seen the master. No, as a Nazi. I don't know. It feels I mean, like he's something. been a tyrannical prime minister. I mean, that's pretty. It doesn't feel like relative. a deep. It doesn't uh, feel like a change for him. Yeah. yeah, it just felt odd to see like relevant. the first master who's not a white man, suddenly be like a Nazi for a while. Yeah. So it took me like a while to be like, how is, I mean, uh, how, how is he doing that? How are Nazis being like, I'm did, cool with this I guy? I did have a like, question yeah, to did. that, well, but they, yeah. They answered but they, it. And yeah, they yeah, yeah. did, and that was great, and that was like, okay, good. They've addressed it, that that was enough for me. Yeah. No, this this episode had a lot of a lot of interesting moments and like strong just like takes. Like it, it was bold yeah. at least in like a lot of the things. And mm-hmm. I think that we'll get more answers as mm-hmm. we go. 
Uh, before we wrap out of here and do a round of predictions, we want to find out who was in this episode in our segment, Who's Who on Who? And that sound means Adrian, take it away. I also like when the doctor said snap. It was like, oh, river song. All right, so uh, I just want to give a shout out to the, the real women who were out there. We talked about them a little bit, but uh, Ada Lovelace was an English mathematician known for her work on the analytical engine, and she was one of the first computer programmers, or was the very first computer programmer, essentially. Right. Uh, kind of created the whole idea of computing. Uh, she was Lord Byron's daughter? Was is that what it was? Yeah. 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 She's just, you know. Which is kind of amazing. Rocking it back in the 18, 1800s. So shout out to Ada Lovelace. I'm going to be quick about this. Yeah. Uh, Noor Eniyat Khan, as we said before, was a British spy um, and also the first Muslim war heroine. heroine. <laughs> I always say that wrong. And first female wireless operator. Yeah. Uh, she was also a published author under the name Nora Baker. And fortunately, she did die a year later in a concentration camp. So she didn't survive World War II. And then the actresses who portrayed her was uh, Aurora Marion. She's a Dutch actress. Uh, this is actually one of her bigger credits. So she's up and coming in a way. Um, she's up next. She has Echoes of the Past and then a TV show called Parliament. And then the woman who portrayed Ada Lovelace was Sylvie Briggs. Uh, she's known for Cold Feet, Kingdom, Seize Day. And this is also like her fourth credit. Then lastly, I did want to talk about the telepathic contact between the doctor and the master. Mm. Because yes. they did a nice little throwback to saying, like, you're not the only one who can be classic. And I kind of didn't have a lot of time to look this up, but one of the few times where that is used is in The Three Doctors from 1972, when the three different versions of the doctor come together to do some stuff. I'm sorry. I'm not a classic person, y'all. No, that's a great poll because I was I, I I haven't seen the three doctors. Yeah. It's one of the ones that I'm like it's like on my list of like I have to sit down and watch these things. But I had a feeling I was seen like oh. a long time ago, but I forget it now. Yeah, but it did feel like a oh that makes sense. It didn't feel like a stretch to have like no. two time lords communicating yeah. telepathically because we we kind of always forget that the doctor has these other powers. telepathic like skills that not always used. But it was nice to see because we don't ever really see it with. Um, the, the new series. So right. I just want to give it a shout out. And I did double check and Ada Lovelace is the only legitimate child of Lord Byron. Only Has legitimate. A, other children <laughs> but only legitimate one with Lady Byron. Alright. Well, Asterix, uh, we've run out of time for this episode. Yeah. Our time machine doesn't work as well as we had no. hoped. But uh, real quick, let's just do a prediction each before we sign off. Okay. Your After Buzz TV prediction. I my guess is we might not see a lot of Master this season. I bet we're only going to see the Master towards the end of the season. I feel like they're going to do what we did with like Tim Shaw. Was that mm-hmm. his name? <laughs> we'll have him. We'll have the Master be the one that appears. We might not see the uh, Kasavin again. So. Yeah. Um, I also feel the same way. I think we're going to go on a few more keepers. It would be nice if the doctor is more willing to resolve uh, some of the stuff she needs to with her companions. But I think next we're back to sci-fi all the way. Yeah. I think we're going to be doing some seemingly uh, boring, like, not not boring episodes, but like, oh, this is an innocuous journey mm-hmm. to this. But the doctor's really just digging for timeless yeah. child information yeah, by yeah. going to different planets right. and not telling her companions. And that's going to come to an emotional line. head. Yeah. yeah. Guys, thank you so much for joining us here at 
After Buzz TV for the Doctor Who After Show. I've been Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. I also have another podcast, two podcasts that I do. One here at After Buzz on Popcorn Talk, Marvel Movie News, where we just shout out Marvel every Thursday at 1 p.m. And also I have a show called Ships in the Night, where we take two characters from different universes and we just come up with their fan fiction crossover nice. romance story. Very it's super good. weird, and it's called Ships in the Night. Dave's been on it. It's good. Cool. Uh, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. You can also catch me in two hours for the Dracula after show for Netflix, and then most likely January 15th for the Magicians after show when that show returns. And I'm Dave Child. You can find me at Mr. Dave Child on the Twitters and the Instagram. I believe I'm coming back for Legends of Tomorrow, so you'll see me in more timey wimey stuff so keep a lookout my name is dave child all right guys this has been the doctor who after show thanks for geeking out with us our founder kevin undergaro and me maria menounos would like to thank you for tuning in to after buzz tv remember we're not just the first we're the biggest in the world and we're the only destination for all your favorite tv shows whatever you crave we've got it so go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.